The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at lifemd.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode of Writing Excuses is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse to start your free trial membership. Season 8, Episode 37. This is Writing Excuses When Fail Happens in Your Career. 15 minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Dan. I'm Mary. And I'm dreading the point when fail happens. (laughs) (laughs) I never get to screw up the beginning. I should screw up the beginning more. Go for it. I think okay. you just did. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, Mary, you pitched this podcast. Tell us about it. Well, I pitched this because um, I've seen this happen to other writers where something goes wrong, uh, either in their career or uh, or they they make a mistake and and they handle it very badly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also had a couple of things go wrong in my own career and have had the opportunity of watching what go what works with other people and attempting to apply it myself. Right. So um, so the first thing was I thought we would talk about is when someone else makes a mistake and you have to deal with it. Okay, let's talk about that. Because a lot of people are involved in making a book work. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of gears turning, and sometimes things can just get messed up. Yeah, and, and the example that I have is that, you know, it, with Glamour and Glass, um, 
the first sentence in the hardcover was accidentally omitted. Uh-huh. So there are a lot of ways that I could have handled that. Yes. Um, and what I want to talk about is the difference between your backstage reaction mm-hmm. and your onstage reaction. Right. Okay. Go for it. Okay. So my backstage reaction, and, and my editor knows this, my backstage mm-hmm. reaction involved a lot of cursing. There was a lot of cursing. Poopy um, head, things like that. Just yeah. poopy, poopy, poopy. Yep. And <laughs> yes. Doo-doo. <laughs> Doo-doo. Mm-hmm. Cupcakes with sprinkles. Yes. <laughs> um, so, so, but... But then what I did, after I had the private reaction, Mm -hmm. is that I took stock. And that's the first thing that you need to do, is you need to recognize that you are going to have a strong reaction to something that goes wrong, and you need to stop and take stock and think about the things that you can do to make this productive. Things that you can do to put this into a position where you want to be. So the first thing that I did was I wrote to my agent, and I said, will you contact my editor? And I have a really good relationship with my editor, but I knew that I was angry and that I should not be trusted with a keyboard. Um, or a phone. Or a phone. Um, and Heavy or a machinery. Rusty cleaver. <laughs> you know. And then I, um, and then I, you know, and my a- editor said, send me a list of, of the things that are missing. And so I sent over the, the list which included the, you know, the first line of the book mm-hmm. has been omitted, please insert. And she wrote <laughs> back a, an email that was as full of cursing as my own reaction, including, you know, how did this even happen? I am so sorry. And did all the right things, was mm-hmm. deeply apologetic. So then I had to, we had to talk about how to explain it to the public. And this is, this is very important. Mm-hmm. I, I wrote a post and I ran it past my editor before I put it up. We talked about strategy before I did my public thing. Mm-hmm. And my public face was, this is a fairly amusing thing that has happened. Let's, you know, let's, let's have fun with this. So I did a quiz on different, I, I put up famous novels and can you identify them by their second sentence? I said, if you want the sentence, you can get it from me by sending a sazi. If mm-hmm. I'm at a signing, I will handwrite it into your book. I've seen you do that a lot. Yes, and I regret it every time I hit the word simultaneously, which <laughs> is it's a very long sentence. Um, I and then I started just doing goofy things like you can have a temporary tattoo with the the sentence on it. Um, so uh, there's an apron on my zazzle store. The whole bunch of ridiculous things. And what happened with that was that then people were invested in in making sure that you know then, then people were like look at look at how n- well she's handling this i would have been so angry and i'm like and i was <laughs> mm-hmm. i would have said cupcakes with sprinkles <laughs> several times yes. in public yes. mm. but this is actually this is something that i learned from my theater background as mm-hmm. much as anything because in theater we have this theory that you can when something goes wrong on stage um, if you can ignore it you know, if, if it does not affect the show, you keep going. Had it been another sentence, I probably would have just been like, fine. Mm-hmm. But because it was the first sentence, because there were a couple of other things, it I was like, we have to acknowledge that this happened. Right. And so with theater, you say you, um, you can fix it or you can feature it. Right. And it's if, not a bug, it's feature. Yes. And the thing is that you know, when something goes wrong on stage and people see you roll with it, mm-hmm. 
They love it. They love it. It becomes some of the most memorable parts of yes. the, the stage uh, performance. Yeah, I once was, uh, well, actually more than once. I've been in a couple of shows where the set has literally fallen on stage. And one time was in Wizard of Oz and the, um, and the Witch's Castle as we were leaving Mm-hmm. fell over and it's this wrought iron thing and it hit the stage and there's no mistaking that this has fallen <laughs> it is loud and we arrive at the emerald city and the woman playing dorothy says to you know the wizard of oz he's like did you did you defeat the witch and she's like not only did we melt her we knocked her castle down too <laughs> and the audience erupted into applause in ways that we had never gotten before right because they saw us roll with it. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing you don't want to do, and I'm sure you were going to get here, but yes. I'll put words in your mouth. Um, you do not want to post on the internet too quickly. You do not yes. want to post it on the internet in a certain mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, you were right in letting it, the post get read by your editor. In fact, I bet you don't let most of your posts get vetted before you post them. No. You're, you're perfectly capable of not, you know, of, of doing that on your own, but this one you sent through. And there are several high-profile stories of people in the community, professionals, who look very unprofessional because of one or two things they posted. And this is, this is mostly, you know, uh, happened more often in the past uh, when people didn't understand how eternal the internet was going to be and how you could post something in 99 and 14 years later someone would still show up at a signing with that post laughing and ask you to sign it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't get rid of these things. The internet is completely eternal. You can't erase stuff from it. And so once you've done it there, you can make a big, you can have a big kind of blight upon your career mm-hmm. because of it. Now let's ask the rest of the podcasters. Um, has fail happened? to you in your, caused by someone else um, in your career? Have there things people have done? Not in the same way that, that Mary has had to go through with it, but um, one, of the, one of the interesting stories about I'm not a serial killer was the, the fact that so many people were surprised when it became supernatural halfway through. Mm-hmm. Right. And that comes back to a last-minute editorial decision that was actually me and my editor and one of the authors that we had sent it to for a cover quote. And Mm -hmm. he made some suggestions, and my editor made some, and between the three of us, we kind of really hashed it out. Well, should we make it obvious? How obvious do we need to make it in the first page that it's supernatural? And we eventually decided on, you know, the current state of the book, where it's stated but not very strongly, and then there's nothing to really cement it into into a genre until chapter 10. Uh, looking back at that, I can absolutely see it as a mistake. Okay. Hey, writers. Are you thinking about learning a new language? I think exploring the world, experiencing other cultures, and being able to communicate with people outside your everyday experience lets you create richer, better stories. A great way to do that is with Rosetta Stone, a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. They use an immersive technique, which leads to fast language acquisition. It's an intuitive process that helps you really learn to speak, listen, and most of all, think in the language you're trying to learn. They also feature true accent speech recognition technology that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a voice coach in your home. Learn at home or on the go with a desktop and mobile app that let you download and access lessons even when you're offline. 
and it's an amazing value. A lifetime membership gives you access to all 25 languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Japanese, and, of course, Korean. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Writing Excuses listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Well, let's actually, let's do the book of the week first, and then we'll come back to what we, what you do when you have made a mistake, when fail has happened because of you and your career. And Mary, you actually have our book of the week this week, The Blinding Knife. Yes, The Blinding Knife by Brent Weeks. Um, this is a wonderful book. It's the second book in the series. Uh, we, we suggested the first book. I also highly recommend mm-hmm. the second book. This is, a, um, and in a lot of ways, it's interesting to look at this because the main character in this book has a moment of severe fail, and uh, and looking at the way he handles it is also kind of interesting, even though he's a fictional character. But it's fantastic world building, wonderful epic fantasy, mm-hmm. and uh, some just phenomenal writing. This is the um, 
this book series that um, Brent shook his fist at me and screamed my name uh, when he heard I was releasing Warbreaker because his is a, a color-based magic as well. And I got mm -hmm. Warbreaker out like right before him. He's like, everyone's going to think I'm copying Sanderson. Um, but then the, the magicisms are very different. Yeah. And so it, it, tur it turned out okay. But for a minute, he was like, ah, you beat me to the bunch. Um, but yeah, Howard, how can they get the Blinding Knife? Well, if you're a uh, new listener, you don't know this yet. Mm -hmm. Head out to audiblepodcast.com slash excuse, and you can start a 30-day free trial membership that helps support the podcast, and it helps you by getting you a copy of The Blinding Knife by Brent Weeks for free. And, and you can have somebody read that book yeah. to you. The first book in the series is The Black Prism, the if Black you were wondering. Prism. All right. So, Dan, how did you handle... Um, the fact that you may have made a mistake in how you edited your book. Well, being that it was my very first book and that it was already out there and there was no way to change it, I chose to look at it as a learning experience. Mm -hmm. And so this podcast here is actually the first time I've really talked about it as a mistake mm -hmm. uh, because more than anything else, it's just a fascinating study for me on how every reader is different. Some people look at that as, you know, this made me hate it in chapter 10. Other people say, well, this made me love it. Or other people say, I knew all the way from the beginning. Um, Would you say it's the most controversial thing about the book? Without question. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, if you go, and this is one of the things I love to point people to, if you go look at Amazon and mm -hmm. look at all the one-star reviews for I Am Not a Serial Killer, without fail, all of them are about this specific issue, that it changes genres halfway through. Did you spend much time responding to those reviews on Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I couldn't even out. finish the question. With <laughs> no, I didn't, but um, Larry Correa did. <laughs> He's oh. like, what? Someone's making fun of my friend Dan? And so he got on and yelled at Bless this dude. his great um, ham-sized He is part. a G.I. Joe. So. He is a G.I. Joe now. No, but um, like I said, I looked at this as, as a learning experience because more than anything else, this taught me... Um, about audience perceptions and specifically about their perceptions of genre. Mm -hmm. People who raved about the book as a brilliant work of literature until it became science fiction, at which point, one sentence later, he said it, it was like a third grader had written it. Which is obviously, you know, that's how they perceive genre fiction. Mm -hmm. And that's not the kind of attitude I can change or need to change, so... I just let it roll off. You know, letting it roll off, that's probably the thing you need to do most often with this. But, Howard, what were you going to say? I was say? just going to say there's a, a something positive uh, as a comic by Randy Milholland, and there's a point in that strip where uh, one of the characters has been wronged and sets off to do horrible things, mm -hmm. and two of the other characters are talking about her, and one of them says, doesn't she know that two wrongs don't make a right? And the other character says... Oh, sweetie, she's not going to stop at two. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that joke because mm -hmm. that's epic career fail. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. the point at which you get a bad Amazon review and you respond to the Amazon review in a poor tone of voice and someone responds to you and calls you immature and then you respond and say, well, I'm a published author and you're not. And it only goes downhill from there. Yeah, I think that the only place you went wrong with that was you said when you respond to an Amazon review with a poor tone of voice. Yes. It's when you respond, respond to at an Amazon. All. Yes. Yeah. You're right. You're right. The, the, yeah. the number of times in which you can respond to, some, to something that negative that someone has said about you are very few. Uh -huh. Very few. Um, I have one in which I responded, and that's because... Mm -hmm. 
they called me on a mistake that I made and they were totally right. Um, and that's with a story that I had in Weaving, uh, in Apex, a story called Weaving Dreams, in which I was, um, I had a Native American, uh, I was doing a, a story that had uh, Native American magic in it, and I hadn't done m- enough homework. And I had some stuff in there that was, mm-hmm. that was offensive. Right. And they called me on it, and, and I looked at it, and I waited I mm-hmm. waited for a couple of days before I responded, and I decided to respond. You know, I thought about it because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, a t- this is dangerous. Yeah. And I, I finally decided to respond, and, and I said, you know what, thank you very much for bringing this to my attention. I talked about it with my editor, and we're going to rewrite that. And because it was published online, mm-hmm. we, um, I invited people to come and talk to me about it, and I did a complete rewrite of the story, and Apex republished it. But I, the other, th- the thing that I talked about at the beginning was that I waited. I mm-hmm. took stock and I waited until I understood what it was that I had done wrong before I responded. Now, if I'd looked at it and I w- and I thought that she was wrong, mm-hmm. or or I was angry, I shouldn't. I just right. stay away just from the keyboard. Yeah, yeah. And these issues in particular mm-hmm. um, are ones that you usually can only dig yourself deeper yes. by saying anything. Yeah. Um, and well, By saying yeah. anything before you understand what you've done. Right, right. Like the, the faux-pology people talk about, which is right. the, I'm sorry if you were offended. Right. You know, which, is, which says basically, I have not done anything wrong. It's totally on you that you're offended. Now, we also should probably mention, I mean, these aren't the only ways you can fail right. in your career. Um, and... I think, you know, it covers, there's so many things that you can do. You're going to make mistakes. Yes. You are going to send the wrong story to the wrong editor Mm -hmm. and perhaps offend that editor. Mm -hmm. You are going to say something at a party when you're slightly drunk and then realize afterward you were standing next to Tom Doherty, the president of TOR. You are going to, you're just going to do dumb things because we're people and we do. And I think that um, at the end of the day, particularly as a new writer, one thing you have to remember is, you're probably not important enough to be remembered. So you're probably okay for these sorts of things. Don't beat yourself up about it. Now, that's going to sound... Does that, 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 that is sound the most too bad. backhanded. I hope that but it does. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. is true, though. You're yes. absolutely right. No, he's not, actually. Okay. Um, there are times when, you know, if it's the, the casual foot right. in the mouth. Mm-hmm. But if you are offensive... Okay. If you are offensive and, and if you are... If you are someone who drinks and says stuff without thinking about it, do not drink at conventions. You know, okay, know, yeah. we, know what you're doing. It's like, because people will remember when you're offensive and they will talk about it. It is a close-knit community. Yeah. Um, if, I'm just kind of repeating what I heard an editor say. Uh, apparently, the editor uh, sitting on a panel got lots of questions about, you know, I've sent this to an editor. They rejected it and mentioned something stupid I did in it. Of my career over. Oh, that kind of thing? Yes. yes that yeah. kind of thing. And the editor said specifically, you're not important enough to remember. Sorry. Yes. Um, in, in terms of, of stuff that you do in the submission right. pile, I completely right. agree with that. Stuff you do in person. That's true. Mm-hmm. And it is that the, people get scared about this because it is a tight-knit community. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are certain, even in the submission pile, stories get passed around where there's this completely offensive cover letter 
that a couple editors get and suddenly the entire community is reading it mm -hmm. and talking about it. So we're just going to assume you're not a complete jerk. Yeah. Um, we're just going to think this this information goes for for the authors who sometimes get neurotic about the little things that they do. And the idea is, I, I'm trying to get across, I don't want you to stop writing mm -hmm. because you're so worried about something that you've done. Yeah. Um, get over it. Move on. Do be nice to everybody. Don't swear at Tom Doherty. Mm -hmm. But if you do, um, keep writing. Yeah. Easy, easy rule of thumb. It's the opposite rule of thumb that malpractice attorneys will give to their doctors that they represent. And that is freely apologize and take responsibility. Yeah. That's if you've true. done something wrong, say, I am so sorry. Oh, my goodness. I, I should not have said that. I'm sorry. Um, and be genuine. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, and if, you, if, if you mean it, the next step is, and what can I do to make it better? Yes. Yes. All right. So, writing prompt regarding having fail happen in your career. Does anyone want to tackle this one? Yeah. Write a character. You know, explore this in fiction. Mm -hmm. Write a character who really screws up. And, have, and then get them to the moment where they realize that they have to make the apology. All right. This has been Writing Excuses. You're out of excuses. Now go write. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.